Welcome to another episode of Auction Talk, a podcast from Cheffins hosted by me, Ed Mowbray. In this episode, we focus on the monthly machinery sales and how these can offer sellers a wider market for their used machines. We speak to a farmer who recently sold two tractors through one of the monthly auctions and why he felt it offered a better return than the dealer trading. We also speak to the staff at Cheffins who are integral to making the monthly auctions run smoothly. Regular visitors to a Cheffins auction may recognise the next voice I'm about to introduce. I'm going to talk to Bill King, who's the chairman for Cheffins, and he's actually been with the company for 32 years. Bill, how did you get started? Well, I'm a fifth generation auctioneer. My father, my grandfather, my great grandfather before me were all auctioneers uh, in North Somerset. I ended up somehow at York Livestock Market and then ended up uh, down in Cambridge some 32 years ago. Cheffins has been a big part of your life, clearly, for 32 years. Can you give me a bit of a history about uh, the monthly sales, which we're focusing on this episode? Yes. I mean, the Cambridge machinery sales have been founded for over 60 years. um, Well, 80 years. 1942, we go back to uh, when we started the sales at the old Cambridge cattle market by the uh, railway sidings. We had a lot of Irish cattle come into the market. They'd bring their cattle in. They'd be sold. And they would take back with the machinery. So we started from quite small beginnings in the during the Second World War, and the Cambridge machinery cells uh, expanded slowly over that period of time uh, to become what it is today, uh, one of the largest uh, agricultural machinery auctions of its type uh, in Europe and, and probably even the world. They've obviously been running a long time, Bill, but recent things such as pandemic and Brexit, they must have had a big bearing and a big influence on how you've traded up to that point and now, and now since then. Yes, absolutely. I mean, in my time with Cheffins and working at the Cambridge Machinery Cells, we faced a lot of challenges. And more recently, um, we faced Brexit and the pandemic, both of which have had significant uh, impacts on the way that we do uh, business. And then, of course, in the past, we've had foot and mouth, and that rather curtailed our business as well. I think the thing that stands out for us um, as auctioneers uh, of agricultural machinery is the resilience uh, not only of the market in general, but also of the people that we deal with, both our vendor clients uh, who are farmers and dealers uh, and, and our purchasers who are also farmers and dealers. And through those very difficult times, uh, we have uh, survived the market. And the most important aspect of the most recent problems we've had is the um, emergence of uh, online auctions and online bidding, uh, without which our business would have suffered hugely. So it's clearly a very effective method of selling second ag- agriculture machinery. Do you get regular buyers return on a on a frequent basis? You know, once they sell one thing through you, is it a sort of thing where they don't really go anywhere else? They come straight back to you when they've got something else to sell? Absolutely. I think we're always looking for new markets. We're always looking for new customers. But underpinning our business is the loyalty of a very large number of traders, of dealers, of farmers who regularly support our sales. And we are probably dealing with second, third or even fourth generation dealers, particularly, who have supported our sales over many, many years. And not just from throughout the United Kingdom, but also 
uh, particularly from Ireland and indeed further afield. We have seen just lately some of our regular exporters returning following the challenges of Brexit. And it's been great to see them not only bidding online, but we're now beginning to see them coming back in person. And that for us is is a really good feeling to see them come back buying and selling uh, and getting back to some sort of uh, a normality. So can you give me a bit of an indication of the numbers then? You know, what, how many tractors have you sold at the monthly sales in the last 20 years? You know, that sort of thing. Where where, where are we figures-wise? Well, figures-wise, I mean, I suppose over the last, since the pandemic, um, the volume of equipment that we're selling has reduced, but the trade has remained very strong and has in fact increased over that period of time as we've seen uh, supply lines stretched and uh, prices for new equipment increase substantially in a very short period of time. But over the last, say, 20 years, uh, we reckon we've sold somewhere in the region of 70,000 tractors, 600,000 lots of machinery and equipment, uh, and we're selling to uh, an audience which is an international audience uh, of some a hundred countries we would have sold to in that period of time. Uh, and just our most recent sale, we are very encouraged to see that we had 20 different countries represented uh, throughout uh, Europe and in particular Ireland. And um, we had a very strong Bulgarian interest in, in agricultural machinery. But our regulars such as uh, Spain and Portugal, uh, France, have been coming back uh, to the sales more recently, as the exchange rates have uh, been more favourable to them in particular. And the high standard of UK machinery obviously attracts a, a, you know, a lot of people, as you just said, over 100 countries you've sold to in the past. Where do you think it's going to go going forward, Bill? Do you, know, do you think there's going to be the, the massive external influences we've got at the moment in the world are obviously having an impact, but do you, do you see that affecting it you know, to a greater or lesser extent? I think world factors certainly are affecting it, as we've seen you know, with the war in Ukraine. Albeit it was encouraging, as I say, to see a lot of Eastern European countries back in uh, at our last sale. And we were attracting uh, buyers uh, from countries such as Romania, Slovenia, the Czech Republic, Estonia. And we've got to adapt to them. And and that's the challenge that we have. And we have had going forward, uh, particularly since Brexit and the pandemic just really enhanced what our challenges were. And we were able, as as a group of agricultural machinery specialists, I suppose, auctioneers, dealers, farmers, we've adapted to it. And that trade has become uh, very important, not only to uh, UK, but also to Europe and also other developing uh, second and third world countries. So what types of tractors are your customers looking for at these monthly auctions? Well, we've got a a fairly uh, mixed marketplace, but the dominant make, of course, is John Deere. Um, And we would have John Deere's offered for sale, which are maybe just one year old, and obviously some that are maybe 20, 30 years old. And certainly they hold their prices incredibly well. Uh, Their residual values are higher than most other makes. uh, And they do tend to be desirable to most European uh, countries. Uh, So we've got that marketplace, which I suppose in the past, we would have German buyers for them. But increasingly, we're getting more Spanish and Portuguese buyers for uh, John Deere and uh, and Fent as well. When you move on to other makes, um, at our last sale, we had strong interest from Eastern Europe for class tractors. When you look at Massey Ferguson and and New Holland and Ford, um, the Irish market is very strong for those types of tractors, particularly with uh, loader tractors as well. So you've got 
it, it's horses for courses, but in, in a way, most makes of tractors are going into the export market, but some makes are, are more dominant uh, for some countries. Are you also seeing a clamour for new technology? So, you know, the newer tractors with, with auto steer, you know, that type of technology, they're demanding a premium, I assume? They are in the UK. So I think that that market is very strong and perhaps for some of the other uh, European countries. But these days, you've got to be very careful and buying at auction is, is can be a risky game. So you've got to know what you're doing because uh, repairs on a on a high tech uh, John Deere tractor can be very expensive, particularly if it's out of manufacturer's warranty. Um, but those tractors are in demand. But a lot of the overseas countries, as I'd call them, places like North African countries um, and into the uh, Far East uh, and the Middle East as well, um, those buyers are not looking for. They don't want too many, too much technology. They're looking for a more basic tractor. And so we we would sell older tractors, particularly uh, Massey Ferguson from the 1960s and 70s, that be finding their way into uh, North uh, Africa. Uh, we might sell some tractors into um, Malaysia or Singapore or, or countries like that, which would be more sort of uh, blue, Ford and New Holland. And indeed, we've recently had American buyers here who've been buying uh, high horsepower tractors. And that's the same for Eastern Europe as well. They're also buying high horsepower tractor, particularly John Deere's, that they would then sell on into other Eastern European countries, particularly Ukraine. And we still have uh, Ukrainian buyers attending the sale. Obviously, you know, they've got their own difficulties, um, but um, they are still active in the marketplace looking for uh, tractors and machinery. Thanks to Bill for giving us an overview of where the marketplace is for secondhand machinery and the reach that selling through Cheffins can achieve. Bill mentioned to me after the recording that the machinery team, that's vintage, on-site and monthly sales, have sold over £35 million of machinery this year, with seven more sales to come. I'm now going to speak to Joe Page, director at Cheffins and in charge of putting the monthly auctions on. Welcome to the podcast, Joe. Can you give us a flavour of what the monthly sale is and how it differs from the vintage sale we focused on in the previous episode? Of course. So the monthly sale specialises in more modern equipment. Having said that, we do get stuff of a certain age as well. Um, We range from sort of excavators that are up to sort of 30, 40 tonne, right down to small items like spares, parts, anything that anyone really is interested in selling, we would take up here at some point. Uh, We have 12 sales a year. And after the sales, we always have an after-sales period when we offer lots that didn't quite reach their reserve on sale day. We've got deliveries coming in today uh, of anything from sort of 50 to 60 lots, and they'll be pictured and be up on our website later. When the items arrive, we have to sort of picture them, take down the details. This includes the serial numbers, registration numbers, check the hours and the details of the tractor, correct against the details which we've been provided from the vendor. Uh, this can genuinely take probably a minute or two per item. And at the end of the day, we update our catalogue so it's ready to go for the weekend. That's great. So you mentioned it's more of a modern sale. So where's the sort of cut-off line? To be completely honest, there isn't a cut-off line because the classics still sell reasonably well through the modern side. It's just about sort of getting the name out there. People can see what we're offering. We've got anything. We've got a 2022 New Holland coming in for this sale. So brand new. Um, We've done very little hours, very little work. Right down to, there's a crawler over there from the 40 so we do have a selection of everything in the monthly sale so if i've got a tractor to sell what's the process joe 
So basically you would contact us potentially about entering it. If you need help with valuations, where it would be, we could obviously guide you with that. Um, we're in the fortunate position. We get a lot of items through here each month. So over time we've built up quite a database and have pretty much had one of everything through here at some point in some form or another. So we could help guide the uh, client with the reserve. Um, then they would look to consign it through our website. They would do an online entry form. This is then submitted to us. We then book the item in, allocate it a lot number so that when it arrives we already know where it's going to go. Uh, then we deal with the picturing aspect of it and putting it into place and then it would be sold on the sale on Monday hopefully. So to my mind one of the clear benefits is that this really avoids the tyre kickers and the dreamers turning up to your farm and trying to knock you down a, you know, a few thousand quid. Is that the case Joe? It is. I mean, the beauty of an auction is we want to achieve the best price possible for the client. At the end of the day, we're about doing a good job, getting repeat customers. We want people to come back, both sellers and buyers, and that have had a good experience here. So the most important thing for us is we get the best price we possibly can for the seller. They see we've done a good job. They come back again. They keep supplying equipment and that just keeps the equipment levels turned over to a high level and then there's more stock available for the buyers. So really it's all about sort of doing that service and providing the best shop front we can for clients nationwide. And clearly the people that put uh, vehicles in here, tractors in here, are sort of dealers, I suppose, and farmers. But are there any others that you could uh, sort of identify that are regular people who put stuff into these auctions? There certainly is. I mean, we're in the fortunate position. We're well supported by contractors. Um, We have a good connection with several councils that put stuff in with us quite frequently. If you can think of someone, there's an opportunity they've had probably at some point in time to enter something with with us, whether it's a quad bike or a tractor. Um, And we have a good sort of market front for them to move those goods on. To get an idea of what submitting a tractor to the monthly auctions is like, I spoke to Andrew Harker, who is a farm manager for HR Bourne & Sons based at Ragby in Lincolnshire. I started by asking Andrew why he chose to sell through the monthly sales as opposed to a dealer trade-in. Really, um, we weren't happy with the price that we were given by the dealer for part exchange when our two new machines arrived. Okay, can you tell me a little bit about the tractors and the condition they were in, how long they've been on the farm here? Uh, Yeah, they were 2015 uh, John Deere 6215Rs, um, auto quad gearbox, uh, basic tractor. They'd been here on farm since new. They'd done, I can't remember exactly now, but probably 6,000 hours each in that region. Okay, and have you been down this route before selling through Cheffins through the monthly sales? Um, Sold a Rogator sprayer Cheffins previously. Okay, and uh, that obviously sort of whetted your appetite for it, and you prefer this method to classifieds? Well, yeah, Cheffins was just easier, I guess. Um, you send them the details, you load it on a lorry, and they do the work for you. So, Joe, are Andrew's machines typical of what the monthly sales are all about? To be honest, they're a sort of perfect example of what we look to have here. They're a nice, clean tractors, good stock, with reasonable hours on them and well presented and looked after and that does make the difference when equipment comes in that's clean and tidy and been looked after it always makes that little bit of a premium on top what it would normally make Um, he's been coming here now for some time for several years and I'd like to think we've always done a good job but it does help the fact that his machines are always presented in the same sort of manner and that helps him achieve sort of decent prices with us.
when he committed the two John Deere's to you, what's the process that begins from there then? How do you go about it? Do you go up and catalogue it? What happens? So the first thing he did was he contacted me regarding the pricing, um, which I confirmed to him roughly where we'd be, a rough indication of a reserve. He was happy with that and then he brought them down to us. Uh, we unloaded them off the lorry and did a bit of social media, a bit of advertising to let people know they were going to be here because they were very, very nice. Excellent. So can you give us a little bit of an idea of what actually happens on sale day then? Is it is it similar to a vintage sale where there's lots of people wandering around the tractors or, or is it, it is a bit different than that? Of course. Uh, yeah, slightly different, being honest with you. We have a drive-through style auction here at the monthly sale. So the tractors are driven round in front of prospective buyers. Um, they sit inside our marquee area. And also the people online, they have the opportunity to watch the items being driven round in front of them. That gives them sort of the confidence to bid and potentially buy the items. So I'm now joined by Joe's right-hand man, David Wilson. David, just describe to us how long you've been at Cheffins and also what your role is for the monthly sales. Uh, well, I've been working for Cheffins now, uh, just coming up to five years. Uh, so I came from the, the uh, agricultural machinery background. Uh, so I worked in manufacturing before joining uh, Cheffins. So I uh, came here, hopefully bringing the sort of wealth of knowledge, having been in the industry uh, for so long. Um, but uh, yeah, really enjoy what I do on a day-to-day basis here, assisting Joe uh, with the machinery and uh, sort of auction side, um, but specialising in the sort of used machinery section, really. That's, that's my forte and the bit that I enjoy looking after. So earlier I saw you driving vehicles into position here and uh, getting your camera out and taking pictures. So that's a bit of your role, is it? Yeah, I mean, when we're setting up for the sale, we all have to muck in and we all get involved. So uh, when it comes to setup week, uh, I will be sort of assisting Joe with uh, photographing tractors, putting them into line, also videoing the uh, plant machinery as well. So it's all hands to the decks and we all get involved and do different jobs. And on sale day, what's your role then? Uh, well, they let me loose on auctioneering on uh, sale day, so I'll be uh, selling in the machinery section. Again, because we're booking in the items, we sort of have a close working relationship uh, with the particular vendors. So my role is to obviously perform as well as I can to get their items sold. So I will be uh, selling on machinery, and then I do normally have a little go in plant as well, so sell the excavators generally. And do you enjoy the auctioneering side of it? Yeah, I do. I was, when I came here, uh, I didn't sort of necessarily have aspirations to be an auctioneer. But once you once you start in the job, they're naturally drawn to it. So yeah, once once I got here, I I did want to have a go. And Cheffins were very good and and supporting me to say, look, if you want to give it a try, then the opportunity's there. If you don't, then it's not a problem. But yeah, I had a go. Whether I'm any good is is, is debatable. But uh, I enjoy doing it. And uh, yeah, it's 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 a bit of a knack to it but yeah I'm learning all the time I guess it takes a little while to pick it up doesn't it but once you get there I guess it's a rhythm that you can't get out of no I mean it the the bug's got me um, I have to say looking on my uh, smart watch when I'm sort of told that right you're going to be selling in a couple of lots time my heart rate goes from about sort of 65 up to about 120 so uh, yeah your blood starts pumping and your heart starts beating but um, once you take the clipboard and start um, it it does come naturally and and yeah you do just get into a rhythm so yeah i thoroughly enjoy it and i wouldn't want to stop now excellent thanks for your time david i'll let you get on pleasure thank you very much so how did andrew's tractors get on let's find out 
Oh no, right now coming through, we have a lovely John Deere. There we are, 2015, just been consigned. What do we think? Where are we going to be? This someone put me in. What are we going to say? 55 to start me. 50. 45, thank you, sir. 45. At 45,000 pounds, but at 45, at 45, 5 online. 45, 5 now, 46. At 46 in the field at 46. 46, 5. At 46, 5. I'm bid at 46, 5, 47. At 47 pounds, this go in the day. 47, 5 I have. At 47, 5 at 48 now, back in the field at 48, at 48,000. Have another look, sir. 48, 5. At 48, 5 at 48, 5. At 48, 5, 49. 49, at 49, 49, 5, thank you very much, at 49, 5, at 50,000 pound, but at 50, at 50,000 pound, left-handed here at 50, at 50,000, 50,500, at 50,551, 51, 51, 5, 51, 5, 51, 5, 52, 52,000 in the field at 52, at 52, 5, 52, 5, 53, thank you sir, 53, at 53,000, I'll take two now if you'd like, at 53,000, 53, 2, at 53, 2, 53, 2, 53, 5, at 53, 5, I'm good, 53, 5, do you like 53, 8? At 53, 5, 53, 8. At 53, 8, I'm good, 53, 8, at 54 now, 54,000 pounds, but at 54. At 54,000 pounds, surely one more, have another look at 54. At 54,000 pounds, the hammer's up there, and I will sell. At 54,000 pounds, it goes this time away. At 54,000 pounds, it's sold. At 54,000. I chatted to Andrew after the sale to find out if he was happy with the outcome. Yeah, one made the reserve and the other one was a couple of grand higher. So, yeah, it was, it was more money in our pocket than part exchanging them through the dealer. So it worked quite well. So a good result all round there for everyone then, Joe. So how's trade generally been at these sales this year? Trade's been pretty good. The hardest thing that people are having to deal with at the moment is a lack of stock. Now, this is a countrywide problem, and lack of stock means that prices generally are making more than ever before. Um, We're getting slightly less stock through at the moment as a sort of consequence of the less stock nationally, Um, but things are making good prices, and yeah, typical result for Andrew, um, what I'd look to expect. Uh, One of the items went to Poland in the end, and the other one stayed in the UK. The less stock thing, do you think that's going to change or do you think this is really down to supply chain issues from from manufacturers and lead times on on new kit? To be brutally honest, it's it's, it's definitely that. I I think it will change, but I think there's going to be a period of catching up. Um, Obviously, we're still playing recovery from COVID times when the country basically shut down but we are getting back to some degree of normality um people get there the times they're being quoted to supply new equipment is coming down slowly but surely and with time that will eventually catch up but we might be another sort of six months before that happens properly finally you've got a tractor sitting in their yard now that they've it's done their done its time on their farm how should they go about it call us at the end of the day we're here to help we want we want as much stock in as we can we've got the demand for it and we want to help people sort of move on equipment so if there's anything that people want to know please call us happily value it or help them with transport or whatever they need to to get it up to us excellent thanks for your time joe thank you very much that's it from this episode of auction talk if you enjoyed it don't forget to like and subscribe so you get notified when new episodes come out and check our feed for previous shows if you have any ideas on things you'd like to hear in the future, then get in touch with Cheffins through our social media channels or by contacting one of the team. Until next time, goodbye. <laughs>